0: To the to the to the Coming up tonight on the Ringside Report, John Moxley headed back to WWE.
1: Gable Stevenson uh, spoils the date of his WWE debut. WrestleMania
0: Night 1 main event will not be a match. Shelton Benjamin
1: shoots down WWE release rumours. Could Brett the Hitman heart be headed to AEW? Big E reveals he narrowly escaped a stroke, paralysis, or even death.
0: Brandy Rhodes set to bring Shot of Brandy YouTube show to TV.
1: Paige Van Sant spoke with WWE before choosing
0: AEW. And lastly, Matt Cardona open to a WWE return. Anthony, when's all that coming up? It's all coming up right fucking now. Yes, it is. Let's kick things off with a bit of a speculative one, perhaps.
1: So, well, I kind of hope it's not true, because I like what <laughs> they're doing currently.
0: Yes, I can't imagine it's true, but we've got to cover it, because it's uh, it's made made the news made this news um so the one and only paul Heyman uh posted a picture the other day um of a roman reigns action figure standing tall over a brock lesnar figure with the caption wrestlemania spoiler however the eagle-eyed amongst us noticed in the corner of that picture was none other than a john moxley action figure and thus the rumors began that moxley may be headed back to wwe um But, adding fuel to the fire, Rajar.com, have stated that Moxley's contract is actually due up this year, um, but that he also has an opt-out clause in the contract, which would allow him to leave at any time. So, could this be the biggest mania shock of all? Would John Moxley, even though he's right in the middle of a thing with William Regal and Brian Danielson right now, could he be heading back to
1: WWE Anthony? Well, I hope not. Right, the perfect time for him to head back to the WWE would have been the you know that that twenty minutes worth of just like Roman just deciding like should I beat up Seth? Shouldn't I? Mm, <laughs> I don't know. Let's keep going back and forward. And everyone was expecting something because we were just lingering on it for fucking ages. Yeah. That was when we should have had Moxley come back. It was almost like it was in, like that. That was what they were writing, and he just never turned up. So um, yeah, for me, I'm like. If the story fits... Like, right now, I'm really enjoying what he's doing in AEW. And I don't see where he would fit into the story in WWE at the moment. You know, if there was a natural lull between the two, then... Because I, I I like all wrestling. I'm not bothered if people jump ship. Um, unless it's Cody Rhodes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a story, isn't it? But, I don't know, for me, just because like I've just been praising the, the whole regal... Danielson, Moxley stuff. I'd be, I'd be kind of gutted if he went at this at this point.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't. I mean, it just doesn't make any any sense at all, does it? Uh, for this to happen now, like,
1: if, <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. Why are we even talking?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, yeah, but like it, it seems to have gained a lot of traction. I think of the fact that Rajah kind of weighed in, saying, "Well, his contract is up this year, and he could get it. You know, he's even got a clause that so lets him get out whenever." People are just being like, "Ooh," but to your point, if they were going to do it, you would do it well. Yeah, but if you were gonna do it, you would have done it when it was Roman versus Seth. Like that was the perfect time to bring him back, but he didn't. And um, yeah, I I can't see this having any legs. To be fair, at least in the immediate future. Um, Who knows down the line? You know, you never say never in wrestling, do you? Cody Rhodes himself is the one going. I can never go back there. And then rumors say he's imminently due back there. So yeah, I um, I don't know. I can't see it. But I've been wrong before. Damn it! I'll be wrong again.
1: That's as likely as Matt Cardona coming back.
0: Or <laughs> well, will he? Um, so, so, yeah, so who knows, basically. Um, who knows? Interesting tease nonetheless from Mr. Heyman.
1: Oh, yeah, we have to report these things. You know, well, I sincerely hope it's not
0: true. Same, <laughs> same.
1: So, Carl, Gable Stevenson. Mm hmm. Yeah, you've heard of him. I've heard of him. Yeah, cool. Um, so, obviously. We've been expecting him to turn up in WWE for some time. He's been mm-hmm. developing, if you will. Um, quite recently, he may have spoiled uh, something that he shouldn't have spoiled. Carl. So, basically, quite recently, he's become a two-time NCAA wrestling heavyweight champion. Um, and in response, tweeted, "Dear wrestling, thank you." You know, uh, which is nice. It was essentially him, you know, bidding farewell to amateur wrestling, as Wrestling and reported it, because I've basically quoted it word for word. (laughs) Um, But what he also did, Carl, around that same time, was put, also, I'll be at hashtag WrestleMania. It's time. Which was quickly deleted. Naturally, not quick enough, because people caught it, screenshotted it, and then started spreading it around. So it may be, and it seems very likely, that um, this was meant to be a surprise, and he spoiled the fuck out of it. Hmm. so will we see good old gabe at uh wrestlemania 38 carl i mean uh, if we do
0: where would we see him i guess is the question like is he going to get involved in something like uh, you know apparently he's got to head down to the performance center and actually learn how to do professional wrestling right so is maybe, he just going to be like, sat there in the maybe audience he it
1: because he <laughs> well that's, he might have just meant that he's got tickets to watch it and everyone's took it the wrong way, so he's like, "I best delete that." Actually,
0: yeah, maybe, maybe it's just something <laughs> as uh, as you know as simple as that. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think where he could get involved in terms of um, actually in one of the matches or segments or something. And I'm not too sure. Maybe they've just got him on standby in case they can't sign C- uh, Cody Rhodes, hey. and therefore Seth Rollins oh, is fighting. <laughs> Imagine fighting of Stevenson on volatile his volatile
1: uh, Twitter would be if Seth storms out of Mania, demanding a match with somebody. And it's Gable Stevenson. No offense, but imagine how volatile Twitter would be. Yeah, everybody wants it to be Cody for some reason.
0: Wouldn't be the best of places, but um, no, I think uh, you know, clearly he's now retired from amateur wrestling. Obviously, two-time N- uh, NCAA champ, um, as well as a host of other things as well. So you know, WWE are heavily invested in him. Uh, I know they're making a lot Not of true. comparisons with the likes of um, you know, Kurt and Brock and people like that. So. Who knows, his future could be very bright there. Um, he's certainly got the look, he's certainly got I'm the athletic background. So.
1: Brock's going to win, and Gabe's going to come out and face him. <laughs> I
0: imagine that. Um, that'd be one hell of a way to insert yourself into a, the main event scene from nowhere, wouldn't it? Um, wouldn't be yeah. the first time. I mean, we'll cover this when we get to the predictions, but I, I don't even think Brock's winning, to be fair. Whatever. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, How can Cowboy
1: Brock not win at all? <laughs>
0: uh, cowboy He's Brock. He's a cowboy. I love
1: him. Actually, I feel like he should have Kid, Kid Rock's Cowboy as his entrance team, actually.
0: Actually, yeah, that would work quite nicely for him, to be fair. yeah, um, yeah so, Gable Stevenson. Who knows? Will he be a Mania? Is he just going to be there as a fan? Is he going to be involved in some capacity? Who knows? We tweeted about it and deleted it. Gabe so. hey
1: versus Seth. You hear to hear first. Make of
0: that what you will. Um so speaking of WrestleMania, speaking of the, the happenings at Mania, um and also speaking of Reddit again, because, uh, yeah, I like Reddit. Um Reddit again. I love Reddit, so, except
1: when you try and participate and they're like, go fuck yourself, you like,
0: okay. <laughs> yeah, it's one one, you know, minor drawback. You know, it's it's a more of a uh, it's a spectator sport I find. You, uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah. be prepared to be fucking downvoted to oblivion if you actually say anything. Um But you can't that being that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that being said um there is a reddit user who is a somewhat of an in the know uh, who goes by the name kermit 125 Um so this person has predicted some things you know way in advance the likes of charmel being inducted into the hall of fame also uh basically said that cody is definitely going to be Seth's opponent at mania a few weeks ago so let's see whether that comes true um but this particular account has actually reported something very fascinating Anthony so night one of Wrestlemania, Wrestlemania Saturday if you will. The main event is apparently going to be Kevin Owens and this, and Stone Cold, the Kevin Owens show segment. Um, so no women's title match, no Charlotte Ronda, you know, no um, Becky, uh, Bianca. Too.
1: To close the show on something that is likely not a match as well.
0: Yeah, closing with a talk show segment that may end up in a scuffle, if all is to be believed. So, um, what does that mean? I guess it opens a couple of different kind of questions. Do we think that it is going to be more than a Kevin Owens show? It's actually going to lead to some kind of match or some kind of long um, you know, fight of some kind? or
1: Cody Rhodes is going to turn up.
0: Maybe um, or
1: I mean that's what we want, isn't it? We want them to just randomly turn up and I have no relevance to what's going on. That's what that's what the fans want, right? Well,
0: yeah, you know whether it's here, Seth, just randomly turn up anywhere and insert themselves into matches. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a, bit of, so... a bit of a bit um, of a bit of a strange, like you know, thought. Maybe the Kevin Owens show that takes place on night one is actually going to set up a match that takes place on night two between the pair. Maybe at the Kevin Owens show, uh, Owens does get the better of Austin, and Austin goes, You know what, you son of a bitch, I'm going to get in the ring for a match with you tomorrow. And it's like, mm.
1: What? Rocked up in a beer truck just because.
0: <laughs> like, that could be quite a cliffhanger to Mania, but yeah, interesting that a segment is down to. Naturally, Sonia
1: and, and Adam Pierce will be there to go, well, You know what, we've got nothing <laughs> going on tomorrow, so
0: sure. <laughs> of course. Um, main events, yeah. So I think, right think, think that's open. Um, so, yeah. What, what do you make, though? What do you make of this? Do you think, um, is it the right call to have some called Kevin Owens main events? Do we think it is going to mean
1: more? Is it just going to be, um, I'm, I'm really unsure because, like, based on what we know that they've called it, I mean, they haven't really called it a KO show, have they? Correct me if I'm wrong. Like, oh, they Austin have said he'll, he'll, right? Okay. I remember Austin saying he'll meet him for whatever, whether they wanted it to be a match, a KO show, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, to be fair, because they were, they were fighting over who hosted it. So, yeah, yeah. But um, it's got to be more than a KO. It, I, you can't close the night out on a, on a KO show. Um, I'd be disappointed if that's the case, is all I'd say.
0: Yeah. If, uh, you know, you have, like, I don't know, Charlotte versus Ronda, which I think a lot of people thought was originally going to be event the show. If that happens and then it's the Kevin Owens show where Austin comes out and stuns him and that's the end of the thing, it'll be a bit like, oh, okay. see,
1: okay. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> So,
0: yeah, um,
1: uh, yeah. So, a, a bit of an unusual placement if it is just going to be a, a segment. But uh, we'll we'll, you know, we'll uh, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. A night full of surprises, you might say.
0: Indeed, indeed.
1: Like I don't know, Cody Rhodes standing up. <laughs> Present. keep harping on. keep harping on.
0: So that's what you do best.
1: That's what I do. That's what I do. Right, so Carl. Carl, next one. Uh, Just in case you're unsure, Shelton Benjamin has not been released from WWE and is not leaving WWE. You hear me? Why am I telling you this? Well, because uh, basically fans on social media, I don't know if you've seen it recently, have been uh, sort of spreading that uh, rumour or report, if you will, around that uh, that he'd been released. So uh, Shelton has had to take, felt the need to take to Twitter, so this is how uh, how I suppose uh, noticeable this rumour was getting. And he actually said that uh, I've not been released from WWE, I obviously don't know where this false report started. As a little joke to his friend, he's put in brackets, probably me or him. But for those that cared, thank you, but at this time, your concerns are premature. So, it seems Shelton isn't going anywhere if you thought he was.
0: Interesting. Um, <laughs> I mean, it'd be the worst thing ever if the fans were right, and he's like, "No, no, I'm good. I'm still there." And then <laughs> suddenly, his phone rings, and it's uh, John Laurinaitis, and he's like, "Oh no, <laughs> no, Johnny, <laughs> how did they know before me?" <laughs> ah, my tr- my trash bag ended up at their house. That makes sense now. Um, but yeah, I, um bit of a strange <laughs> one. A bit of a strange one that he's obviously like, you know, to his point. Where did the rumors start? I know he's not being, you know, used frequently in like the hair business. Uh, not really much of a thing, or are they? Who knows? It's
1: a shame. Um, they could be. They could be an awesome thing, but they nah, let's oh. not do that. Apparently. No.
0: Indeed. Uh, so, yeah, uh, a bit of a shame that he's had to obviously you know, correct people because uh, it's obviously not the nicest thing in the world to be like, what, people are thinking I'm getting fired? That's not good. But, um, yeah, he should be used more, really, Shelton. Um remember when he came back and it was like, oh, wow, Shelton Benjamin's back, and it's just he did nothing with him again. Kind of what they did with John Morrison. Uh, but, hey-ho.
1: Hey, you remember when they had Joe Morrison? Remember, remember that?
0: It's yeah. um, So, yeah, Sean Benjamin still with WWE for now. Um, so, the next one. I feel like all mine are just pure speculative bullshit this week, but we'll go with it. So, Brett the Hitman Hart. Could he be headed to AEW? Now, earlier this month, FTR teased that um, Brett could potentially be their new manager. Um, so, as we know, they fired Tully Blanchard um, and then went on to tweet at Brett asking him whether he was free. Um, things seemed to intensify even further when the Young Bucks state that it doesn't matter if their new manager is the best there is. Obviously, referencing Brett the Hitman Heart's best there is, best there was, best there ever will be, catchphrase. Um, but now fans have jumped on it even more because Brett posted a picture um, with one of the, uh, the hockey players for the Calgary Flames um, and many people are just kind of blown away by you know what shape he's in and how good he looks and that's kind of just fanned the flames even more around well maybe he's in such good shape because he's going to be headed to AW in some kind of manager capacity but
1: um I mean we saw him quite recently he looked pretty good
0: he did look pretty good um talkative chap shame really I wish I could have talked his ear, his ear off all day but um time time is uh money time, time is, is money. money so yeah but um yeah, he obviously looked in very good shape uh, when we saw him, and I would love him to be in AW, whether it's in a manager capacity or whatever. I think, uh, obviously, many know him as Brett the Hitman Hart, multi-time world champion international champion, but, you know, don't forget him and, him and Anvil were a fantastic tag team for many, many years, so he knows tag team wrestling, uh, could certainly play, play a part as a manager there, and I just love Bret Hart, so if he was to do something in AW, that'd be great. Obviously, the Owen Hart Cup's yeah. coming up as well, so...
1: He has your heart, doesn't
0: he? He does. You know, he's <laughs> he's got um, he's already got an affinity with AEW. He was the presented the uh, the title and stuff like that for them. Yeah, I think people
1: so. quite easily forget that, but yeah, he presented the title. Yeah. Exactly. So
0: I imagine if his um, you know, his schedule allows it and it's something he wants to do, then there would definitely be a place there for him. And obviously, FTR are huge fans of him. Um, so yeah,
1: naturally, because they know good wrestlers.
0: I mean. I think I might have mentioned it on the show the other week, but did you you hear the thing that, um, the story that Dax shared on the Rene Paquette sessions podcast? It's not oral sessions Uh, anymore. As much as
1: I, um, I followed the, the podcast, I haven't actually heard that one yet.
0: Well, basically, he, um, was talking about Shawn Michaels, where obviously in the performance center, Shawn was one of the trainers there, and Dax had basically been kind of, you know, talking to him and kind of, um, Confiding in him almost around obviously what he was going through at the time about his injury and how bad it made him feel. And, you know, he was a bit depressed and stuff like that. And how his wife was the one to kind of, you know, help him out of it. And Sean was very sympathetic saying he went through a very similar thing and his wife was great as well, blah, blah, blah. Shared this lovely moment. He thought, and he was like, you know what? I've always been a breck guy, but I actually quite like Sean. Um, after that. And then literally he said, you know, minutes later it was on the, the raw, 25th anniversary special and their job that night was to go out and be basically made a fool of by dx um and he said literally five minutes later he walked over and heard Shawn michaels taking the piss out of him to all his friends about what he just talked to him about what he confided into uh, confided in about so he basically just said sean is a cunt exactly so he just basically said he always knew Hang on, he this was is, a brat guy.
1: this is sean who found christianity yeah huh?
0: Yeah, that guy, yeah. You know, the whole, you know, changed person, except this wasn't that long ago.
1: Very Christian of him.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I just thought it was uh, it was a funny thing, because obviously me being a Brett guy as opposed to a Sean guy, I'm just like, yeah. He's so, so, you know, gone up in my estimation stacks, and, you know, I'm glad he exposed him for what a prick he is, but um, there you go. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All that aside, um, I would love to see Brother Hitman Hart in AW. Um Obviously, CM Punk recently um, got very emotional as well, didn't he? Talking about Brett saying Brett, Brett should have had all the Saudi money and stuff. He's the one who fucking, you know, made this business not like the likes of Goldberg. So um, yeah,
1: yeah. well, yeah, Goldberg just ended his career, which is good. A, um, I mean, to be fair, like we've seen the love, like subtly that Punk has for Brett in in his matches because he's paid homage to him more than once now, hasn't he? So certainly has. Um, like you say, he's, he's got a huge fan in Punk there as well.
0: Exactly so, I imagine the door is wide open if Brett wants to go there. But at the moment, seems mainly speculation. But um, let's see. I'd I'd love it personally. But... I think
1: AEW could do it a little more heart.
0: <laughs> that it could.
1: Anyway, Carl, next one, uh, and this is just sort of I felt it necessary to bring this one in because we sort of talked about this last week. So it just um, it was interesting that that Biggie sort of tweeted out because uh, it sort of explained a bit of what we were talking about last week and that was uh, biggie as up, as well he's been sort of updating regularly since his injury um but he mentioned one quite recently where he had his his first doctor's appointment since the accident um and he's basically pointed out that he learned that because of the the c1 fracture he narrowly escaped a stroke paralysis or death and uh, he found it very sobering and that he he stated in his tweet that life feels even more precious and valuable now Um, so I thought, it's worth a mention because firstly we were talking about this um, like I don't like to be speculative, I I hope uh, I wish him a speedy recovery he's been very lucky, can't wait to see him back but we mentioned last week about the C1 being the, I think they've referred to it as the the Atlas vertebrae because it it sort of holds up a a, a lot, it has a big job basically Um, and that it's it's a really difficult one to injure and to recover from so again i'm not i don't want to be negative about it because he's been you know he's, he's doing fantastic but it just sort of elaborates on that and um, obviously biggie appreciating how lucky he's been there as well you know um so again it, it's great i think it's great that he's, he's taking it the way he is as well he's not being negative about it he's he's sort of keeping everyone up to date keeping positive i mean he's it's the power of positivity isn't it i suppose <laughs> um, um
0: well,
1: yeah, yeah, I just thought I'll give a slight update on that because we were we were talking about the injury last week, and um, I find it interesting that like they've sort of pointed out just how lucky he was with the uh, with the C, the C one and the C six, but they they mentioned the C one being the the one where he's sort of narrowly escaped uh, stroke paralysis or death, which is it's a fucking scary thing to be told that really.
0: Yeah, but, definitely. Um, God, he's you know he's he's ended up so lucky off the back of it. Just goes to show that you know one one minor you know it ain't ballet as they say like one minor thing can you know go horribly horribly wrong so I'm glad that you know obviously none of that stuff did happen of course and I just really hope that he does make a speedy recovery because obviously everybody loves the guy um you know there's an outpouring of support for him so I'd love it if he can make it back to you know back to the ring and you know pick up where he left off but yeah, God, scary, scary, scary times, and so fortunate that it didn't end up going that way. Imagine, yeah, God, just imagine if he was like having a seizure or something on the middle of SmackDown. Like,
1: insane. Unreal, is But well, I love that the positivity <clears> stayed with that. Like, he's, he's rather than being sort of negative about it, and it is a scary thing to learn, but it's like, you know, first instinct is uh, he's realised how precious life is and how lucky he is, which is, you know, it's definitely the right mentality as well.
0: Exactly. Um. So yeah, speedy recovery again to Big E. Um, the next one to talk about, Anthony uh, Brandy Rhodes. Um, now, I'm a big fan. I think you've seen a couple episodes as well um, of her YouTube show, Shot of Brandy. I think um, always really enjoyable. Basically, just gets absolutely wasted, and so do her guests or so the wrestlers uh, that she brings on, and um, they just make some food and shit. Um, so really entertaining, just chill out TV. Um, well, Brandy Rhodes has partnered with DIGA, or DJ Studios, um, who are known for producing the likes of Scream and Team Wolf uh, in the hopes of taking that YouTube show uh, to TV. Now, um, it apparently goes on to say here that they are looking to turn the show, um, where Rhodes cooks and chats with celebrities and wrestlers, into a 30-minute TV series and currently... Uh, DJ is shopping the project to broadcasters and streamers to try and get a deal. Um, so I think that would be awesome. To be fair, uh, you know whether I know it started out as I you know just her YouTube channel, and then I think it ended up moving under the AW uh, umbrella. But obviously now that her and Cody have left, it makes yeah. sense for it to obviously try and grow that where she can. So but
1: she needs to keep that theme music though. Oh yeah, I
0: don't want a TV deal <laughs> to get rid of the theme music. That's one of the best parts about it. To be sure. I'm
1: going in, Birdie it's a really? really? it's just it's, it's so connected to to shot of Randy now that it'd be a shame if they had to change stuff like that for like licensing reasons and stuff you know
0: exactly um, but yeah fingers crossed you just get that deal Like I don't know yeah. um, I don't know what the future holds obviously the stuff around Cody is still very much up in the air a lot of the in the nose seem to believe he's definitely WB bound the contract is signed all that good stuff but you know, by all accounts, Brandy isn't signed. Um, so does that mean she's done in the ring? You know, it seemed very I mean,
1: clear that she wanted to stay in the ring. So I don't know how you feel about it. I mean, we know how Brandy feels about it, evidently. Um, I don't know how you feel about it, Carl. But I've always preferred Brandy as a personality rather than a wrestler. In all fairness, like I enjoy a shot of Brandy. Um, you know, she's always been quite good at like doing sort of the. Like we are been required, like you know, doing the announcing or a bit of um, interviewing and stuff like that. I've always preferred her as a personality rather than an actual in-ring competitor. So I'm, you know, for me, I'm like, yeah, more of this, nice.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, to be fair, you know, Shot of Brandy's a fantastic show. I think, um, obviously, when I when I was watching Rose to the Top, uh, she was very clear. Whether obviously whether it was just the fact that she had just become a mum and wanted to kind of, you know, get back. Uh, to her kind of form her physique and form her um, capabilities or whatever, um, she was very clear that she wanted to get back on the ring and wanted to go after the title, and obviously they didn't renew with AEW, so yeah, I don't think they would have picked her up, so I don't know where she would be able to you know, actually make that happen wherever the so she wants maybe ring a yeah. bottle um, <laughs> but yeah <laughs> hey, <we clock> wanna... <laughs> so yeah but um, you know, hopefully she does get that get the show on TV, shot of um and yeah, I'm going to try and watch a few more episodes of it as well because I haven't watched it in a while and it is a fun show for all.
1: Curious, by the way. What, happened to, what What's the deal with Arn? Um, is it's a Arn point. signed to AEW or is he just like there because of Cody? And is he gone now too? I think he is still signed to AEW. Obviously his son
0: is uh, training so whether he does stuff with that. He's got Brock, he? Brock Anderson. Um, oh yeah. Still learn, no, because so.
1: obviously all of his work was like managing Cody. So it's just curious.
0: Yeah, he might just be more of a um, like an agent or something now. You know, less kind of on screen. But yeah, yeah he definitely seems to have uh, suffered in terms of that on screen persona. But what a shame! We yeah, had the whole Glock memes and everything, and you know,
1: we we made a few hundred memes. <laughs> With that, we did yeah. some of the
0: best ones. I'd say I'm obviously biased, but still.
1: Yeah, naturally, naturally, but they were though. <laughs> anyway uh next one carl uh just uh, an interesting one on uh, Paige van VanZant, van Zandt? am i saying that right i feel like i'm saying that right yeah van yeah so she's quite recently been on um serious xm's throwing down with renee and misha now not a show i've particularly listened to but this carl uh it might be a good place to start in all fairness she's um been interviewed she's been talking about her career in MMA she's been talking about the similarities between her MMA training and her recent training with Gangrel um, and she's sort of talked about how basically she was always kind of headed towards wrestling but didn't really know whether it was going to be WWE or AEW uh, the most notable part that I want to talk about here but I would encourage you to listen to the entire interview um, is that um, she was saying that she did actually go to WWE headquarters. She met with them. Um, uh, but they had a very different plan for what they wanted for her as opposed to what she wanted. And she didn't elaborate on that particularly, but she did say with AEW, she's excited that they were happy to partner with her and that her continue to fight MMA, continue to do bare-knuckle boxing and essentially build her career as a wrestler, but still be herself. So it seems as though the, the issue and why we never got a uh, page in WWE was the fact that they, and I'm not even trying to come at WWE for this, almost understandably, because it is a bit of a risk. Uh, they didn't want it to, to continue with the MMA and the bare knuckle boxing. Uh, like, mm-hmm. That seems to be the suggestion here, uh, which isn't an unreasonable thing. They want to protect their, their stars. That's an investment, isn't it? And, um, you know, where I'm not again saying that AEW is stupid either. It, it's just, it's a measured risk and whether you're willing to take it, isn't it? So, thought that's an interesting one, Carl, and uh, I thought, you know what, I'm going to get Carl's thoughts, and this is why it's here.
0: My thoughts, I concur. I think, um, yeah, WWE would no no chance they would have let her do bare-knuckle um, uh, boxing, no chance they would have let her continue MMA. It would have been, you're exclusively with us, and she wouldn't have had the exposure that she's had already under AEW. They probably would have signed her put her in developmental, kept her away until she had, you know, enough chops to put her out there uh, on TV. So, you know, they probably would have done a big announcement, but then she would have kind of faded into obscurity just doing wrestling training at the performance center. Um, whereas, obviously, she's um, she's her own brand in herself. She's obviously d- developed a bit of stardom with um, all the other things that she's been doing as well as the stuff in the other fight scenes. So, AW's let her come in and um, showed her off, even though she's not a, you know, trained professional wrestler yet, but people are already like, oh, okay, Paige Van to AW, she's all elite. I know who she is. I'm looking forward to seeing her get in the ring. So, um yeah, it's going to be an interesting one to see how she does get used. I think this could be a huge signing for AW. Um, I don't look at it as like a Ronda Rousey type thing where, and, you know, I'm not I'm not going to say Paige Van Zant is the same stardom as Ronda Rousey because she isn't, but she's not that far behind, to be fair. And I think... The difference is, Paige Van Zandt wants uh, actually wants this, whereas Rhonda clearly does not fucking want this. So The first um, time around, she did. She did, Being to fair be fair to, to her. Is. Yeah, yeah. But now, she doesn't want this on the second run, so we'll see. Um, but I think it's a really positive thing. The fact that, you know, it's clear that we wanted Paige Van Zandt as well. They were very vocal about that, and yeah, they just wouldn't, obviously, um, by all accounts, let her do the things that she wanted to do as well. So, interesting... Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, it's like interesting to think isn't it that they don't see themselves as competition necessarily but they're both after the same crop of talent and they've both, you know all that kind of thing so it's it's, a, it's an interesting one um, which leads us to the final piece of news this week Anthony um, kind of bookending this show with a is Moxley going to WWE again uh, with is Matt Cardona open to going to WWE again um, I don't know you mentioned Cody
1: signing with WWE. Suddenly, everyone suddenly
0: <laughs> everybody it. does it. It's you know just a cool thing to do. Everybody wants a bit of bit of a uh, Cody Rhodes, don't they? So, but um, yeah, Matt Cardona recently interviewed on Cultaholics Straight to Hell YouTube series, um, and he was asked about his thoughts on a future return to WWE. Anthony and he said, if Vince McMahon called me or Bruce Pritchard or John Laurinaitis. Of course, I would pick up. Of course, I would have a conversation. Why wouldn't I? I'd be lying right now if I said I never want to wrestle at Madison Square Garden or I never want to wrestle at WrestleMania again. Anybody who says this is fucking lying, quite frankly. Um, but I'm That's not fair. doing what I'm doing now, hoping to get back. I don't do what I do thinking, oh man, what have I got to do to get back to WWE? Or, you know, what, what do I have to do to get AW to look at me? No, I'm doing me. If these opportunities present themselves, great. But the state of pro wrestling's on fire right now. You don't need to be in those two companies, and I'm trying to prove that you don't need it. Um, And fair play to the guy. Yeah,
1: he's doing a stellar job of proving that, actually.
0: Yeah. Well, exactly. You know, no one is. I don't think anybody who's been released by WWE has gone on to kind of do the type of stuff that Cardone has done. Really, he's literally been everywhere. He's GCW champion, NWA champion. He was in AW for a bit. And you
1: know what? No one has managed to tour the indies like he has and keep the notoriety, because he's he seems he's constantly in in wrestling media, which a lot of the time you don't get from the indie stuff. People go for the big promotions, but Cardone has kept his his sort of fame, if you will, as well, which is fascinating.
0: Well, that's it. He's um, you know, he's constantly made the news, hasn't he, with with the, with the shenanigans he's been doing? And I think he's got a lot of praise for the way he's kind of developed this character now like you know the king of the death match or whatever but like in a mm. super way that he's been doing it so you know fair play to him and i think he's right as well i think for a lot of people and i'm not saying like people who are contracted to aw right now like if vince called them up and went Do you want to be at wrestlemania they'd all go yeah but like i think people who haven't burnt their bridges with the company and who are looking you know are coming to the end of the deals or stuff like that or are slightly less tied down if vince came up to them and was like Do you want to be do you want to come back? Do you want to be at Mania? You know. A lot of them probably would because let's be honest, they grew up watching WWE. Majority of us did. Um, so no matter how good the product is now, um, still WWE. that's why we've always said like when it goes to a, a patch like I, I'd probably say WWE is in a pretty bad patch now. It's probably yeah. I mean, one of the worst patches it's been in a while, I would say, in terms of a the product, in terms of enjoy you know, how enjoyable it is. But we're not gonna stop watching the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania because it's what we do. Yeah.
1: It's a funny thing. Like you don't want WWE to go anywhere. No. Like we moan about things we don't like, but we do that. We would do that with any show, in all fairness. Um, and it's part of what, what we do on here, isn't it? We talk about the good, and we talk about the bad, and then, um, like you say, just because it's a it's a bad patch right now, doesn't mean you want anything other than WWE being great again.
0: You know. No, exactly. You just um, like I think that I think that's all anybody wants is for pro wrestling as a whole to be as mainstream and as as big and popular as it was in in the heyday in the glory days, whether that's the old school and 80s, back in my
1: day. whether yeah. it's the
0: Attitude Era times, like when wrestling was white hot, that's what that's what it'd be great if we could get back to because, you know, it was super enjoyable Um, and hopefully, you know, it's peaks and troughs in it throughout the whole industry and I think there's a lot of stuff that is going well now, especially for other companies. Um, You know, WWE is still having record years but it's just more getting the enjoyability back of it all but fair play to Cardona, just being honest, he's like, yeah, definitely would go back but... I'm not, you know, hanging by the phone waiting for them to call me. I'm just doing my thing. If they want me back, then I'll listen. So,
1: I think that's a really solid approach as well. Like, you can see, like, people's journeys back to WWE, like uh, Drew McIntyre being a good example of that. But I think for that to be the aim is not the best way to go about it, is it? Like, to let it happen organically is definitely the right way. Um, If he finds his way back there, that's awesome. Um, And it would feel like that similar story to Drew. But, um I, I love the fact that he's not like that's not his aim, he's just doing to, what to, to, to quote him, he's just doing him exactly.
0: Yeah, um, someone's got to do him. <laughs> well, yeah, Chelsea Green. Um, so that be the news, that be the news, that be week. the news. Um, so yeah, very intriguing in terms of people going back to WWE, people potentially going to AW, a lot of stuff going on, I, I think. Rumour mill around Mania season uh, does tend to heat up and go a bit more speculative, doesn't it? Um,
1: yeah. it certainly does. Like that remains. wild rumour that Cody Rhodes is going to fight Seth Rollins for some reason.
0: <laughs> uh, just keep going back to it, don't you? Um it's
1: not be a, to go, man. It is going to be not interesting. Go until people admit that it's, it's just, you know, other than the shock value, it's actually just kind of like, oh, okay, as a match.
0: Shock over substance is what that is right there that's another t-shirt right there that's another t-shirt we can churning them out today aren't we but um yeah thank you for listening to the ringside report let us know what your thoughts are on all these stories um comment below on uh, youtube or let us know on instagram or anywhere else um if you're listening to this obviously check us out on youtube see our beautiful faces if you're watching this need to drive somewhere need to you know i not got access to a screen listen to us as well our soothing beautiful voices can still be there um, and I think that, you know it's only right to talk about uh, the upcoming for lover wrestling convention, Anthony. So um, before we leave you, we'll pass you over to this little message about for the love of wrestling 2, which is coming up 23rd and 24th of April this year.
2: Glover Wrestling, Europe's largest wrestling convention, returns to the Exhibition Centre in Liverpool on the 23rd and 24th of April. Guests this year include Diva of the Decade, Trish Stratus, The Wrestling God, JBL, The Dudley Boys, Torrey Wilson and just announced MJF from AEW. We will also be doing a Wyatt Family Reunion as we welcome Eric Rowan, the man formerly known as Braun Strowman and indeed the fiend Bray Wyatt. Also just announced is the man, the legend, the icon, Sting and of course your Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle. This and many 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 more guests as well as prop builds, Q&A's with all of the wrestlers and some of the biggest wrestling collections in the world on display from our exhibitors. Get your tickets at forloverwrestling.co.uk or search Facebook or Twitter for For the Love of Wrestling. For the York Love of Wrestling, Europe's biggest wrestling convention, returns to Liverpool the 23rd and the 24th of April.
0: Hey guys, it's Georgia Smith here, and you've heard me on A to the K. These guys are awesome.
1: Check it out. A
2: to the K. A to the K.